48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Susan Lavender. The top stories. A health expert warns that Hong Kong is at risk from another big outbreak unless more people get vaccinated. A former minister urges pro-democracy parties to take part in future elections, despite what he described as a challenging situation. And the European Union warns it's preparing for an unspecified worst-case scenario as border talks with Britain drag on. Health authorities have reported six imported COVID-19 cases and a local case involving a mutated virus strain. The 53-year-old housewife is the mother of a 17-year-old girl who was earlier confirmed with the same variant. She shows no symptoms and has not been vaccinated. The Centre for Health Protection says the girl's 20-year-old sister had tested preliminary positive. Choi Kin, head of the Medical Association, says he's worried Hong Kong's low vaccination rate may lead to another large-scale virus outbreak. Unless we get very mass vaccination uh, rate of uh, up to maybe 70 to 80 percent, it may be difficult to prevent another outbreak from overflowing the city. And uh, as I said, Taiwan, Malaysia, uh, Singapore and so on are all good examples of not getting uh, enough vaccination rate. Health officials say they'll make greater use of information from their counterparts on the mainland and Macau when they're updating a list of at-risk places under the quarantine-free entry scheme to Hong Kong. The Return to HK scheme currently exempts the city's residents from undergoing a 14-day home quarantine when they return from the mainland unless they're returning from places considered medium or high risk by the National Health Commission. Meanwhile, the government's considering sending teams to schools to administer COVID-19 jabs after authorities lowered the age limit for the BioNTech vaccine to 12 years old. Francis Sitt reports. Speaking on a TV show, Education Secretary Kevin Young said officials are considering different plans to make it convenient for teachers and students to get inoculated. But he said they have to consider various factors, such as the manpower needed and whether different campuses are fit for the complicated arrangements needed for beyond tech jabs. Other plans considered include reserving time slots at vaccination centre for schools and arranging coaches to take people to the centres. Mr Yan said he hopes teachers will set an example by getting the jabs and helping to promote vaccination, while the government will do more to encourage students and parents. The minister added that schools with higher vaccination rates might be subject to fewer social distancing restrictions should a fifth wave of COVID-19 break out in Hong Kong. Former minister and scholar Anthony Jung says pro-democracy parties should take part in future elections in spite of what he called the difficult and challenging situation they're in after Beijing's overhaul of Hong Kong's electoral system. Mr Jung noted the Democratic Party, which he was once a vice chairman of, has been under huge pressure as it decides whether to join elections or not. But the public administration professor from Education University believes the pro-democracy camp still has room to survive. He urged parties to consider carefully whether boycotting elections is the right way forward. I can well understand the current sentiments. I can well understand their attitude towards the revision of the electoral system. But if a party for a long time will not take part in any election, then what is the purpose of a party? So this is a a longer term so-called existential question that they have to consider. Personally, I think they should take part, no matter how difficult, how challenging the situation is. 
a group of pro-democracy district councillors has accused government departments of lacking coordination when heavy smoke caused by a burning barge engulfed West Kowloon last week. The councillors said officials failed to take the initiative to tell the public about the huge fire and the potential hazard posed by the heavy smoke. Owen Lee is from Yaochingmong District Council. We can find that the government respond is very slow and it's not immediate to alert the general public. They should be careful and aware that is there any health problem potentially. Therefore, we, we, will, think, we will think that it's more important to improve the mechanism of, of the announcement for those disasters. Say, for example, Home Affairs Department should take a more important role, especially keep a clear communication channel. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. The European Union's ambassador to Britain says trust in the United Kingdom is low and the bloc is prepared for the worst-case scenario, which he didn't specify. The two are locked in talks about how Northern Ireland is treated after Brexit. Britain has signed an agreement that establishes some border controls between Northern Ireland and Great Britain. The aim is to keep the Irish border open to safeguard the peace process, but London is now saying the deal is unsustainable. Three U.S. senators have made a brief stopover in Taiwan to offer it much-needed coronavirus vaccines to help it battle a spike in cases. One of them, Tammy Duckworth, said Washington would donate 750,000 doses to help a valued partner. We are here as friends because we know that Taiwan is experiencing a challenging time right now, which is why it was especially important for the three of us to be here in a bipartisan way. Friends come to each other's aid. Taiwan's appreciative foreign minister, Joseph Wu, said China was putting obstacles in the way of the island sourcing vaccines. Just 3% of Taiwan's population has been inoculated. Former U.S. President Donald Trump has demanded China pay trillions of U.S. dollars in reparations to America and the world for the damage caused by the coronavirus pandemic. We should all declare within one unified voice that China must pay. They must pay. In addition, all nations should work together to present China a bill for a minimum of $10 trillion to compensate for the damage they've caused. And that's a very low number. Emerging from political seclusion to speak at a Republican Party convention in North Carolina, Mr. Trump called on other nations to cancel their debts to Beijing as a down payment. Pope Francis says he's pained by the discovery of more than 200 bodies at a former school for Canadian indigenous children run by the Catholic Church. The Pope was speaking in St. Peter's Square. The sad discovery further raises awareness of the pains and sufferings of the past. May the political and religious authorities of Canada continue to collaborate with determination to shed light on that sad story and humbly commit themselves to a path of reconciliation and healing. Sport now and former world number one Roger Federer has withdrawn from the French Open a day after winning his third round match. A short time ago he said he's decided it's important to listen to his body and not rush back into competition. Elsewhere the 13-time French Open champion Rafa Nadal beat Great Britain's Cameron Norrie in straight sets to book his place in round four. Nadal was happy to beat a player in good form and with the return of fans to Roland Garros. He's having the best season of his career, uh, winning plenty of matches, uh, 
but I found a way to to be through, no, and that's uh, the most important thing for me. I think uh, I played for moments uh, some good tennis, for moments I can do it a little bit better, but I was able to to win in straight sets, and that's so important for me. So, yeah, uh, I am more than happy that uh, we have some crowd again on the on the course. That's so important for us. So, hopefully, the situation will keep improving. Meanwhile, Tamara Zidansek became the first woman from Slovenia to reach the quarterfinals of a Grand Slam when she defeated Romania's Sorana Tustea. World number 85 Zidansek will face either 2019 runner-up Marketa Vondrusova of the Czech Republic or inform Paula Badoza of Spain for a place in the semi-finals. Formula One and Red Bull Sergio Perez has won a chaotic Azerbaijan Grand Prix with both Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton failing to finish, Sebastian Vettel for Aston Martin and Pierre Gasly for Alpha Tori completed completed the unexpected podium. Verstappen crashed with five laps to go and the race at his mercy. Hamilton then locked up at the restart when on target for second. Cricket and New Zealand captain Kane Williamson made a bold declaration to leave England, leading 273 in 75 overs to win the first test on the fifth and final day at Lords. When rain forced early lunch, New Zealand were 169 for six in their second innings, a lead of 272 after Ross Taylor had made a rapid 33 off 35 balls. England were bowled out for just 275 in their first innings, with Tim Southie taking six for 43 in reply to New Zealand's 378 featuring debutant debutant Devon Conway's 200. Finally, the NBA, Kevin Durant had 29 points and 10 rebounds as the Brooklyn Nets withstood Janis and Teto Kunpo's 34-point performance to beat the Milwaukee Bucks 115 to 107 in the opening game of their second round series. And that's the news from RTHK. Yeah, in our newsroom, thanks to Suzanne Lavender. And uh, we'll have more headlines at midnight. Ten minutes after 11, hour two of Sunday late. I don't like it. I love it, love it, love it. Uh Uh-oh. So good it hurts, I don't want it I gotta, gotta have it, uh-oh When I can't find the words, I just go I don't like you, no, I love it Turn up, girl, blow the speaker. Yeah, think about it now, blow the speaker. I'll speak louder, let's get wild tonight. Billionaire bottles, we just down them like ain't no problem. All my rooms are right, all right, all right. I don't like it, I love it. I got another coming in my budget. I got an anaconda in my trust. Don't push it, don't push it. Cause I'ma hit it till I jackpot. That's right, wax on, baby, wax off. Act right, we can put it on the black card. All night and I'll spend it, I'll spend it. I don't like it. I love it, love it, love it, uh-oh, so good it hurts, I don't want it, I gotta, gotta have it, uh-oh, when I can't find the words, I just go, I don't like it, I love it, I gotta, gotta have it, uh-oh, 
aboard, all aboard. I don't like it, I love it. And the mother girls, they can't touch it. Competition, that's a whole nother subject. I wanna walk it out in public. You a star, baby, just go. Let's go to the mansion or the condo. That's so perfect time, gotta let it flow. You know I'm watching, I'm watching. It's I don't like it. I love it, love it, love it. Uh oh. So good it hurts. I don't want it. Rider Robin Seek, Verdine White, I don't like it, I love it. All right, uh, it's Sunday late. Kevin Lewis with you through until two. Much more to come from Sky and Ross, their 2016 album. Uh, They are uh, from uh, Morchiba. There is another Morchiba album coming out, which we'll be featuring as soon as we can get hold of it. But uh, on tonight's programme, it's Sky and Ross. And... uh, it's uh, it's fine stuff. It definitely has that more cheaper sound to it. As well as that, this hour, a little bit of Yola from Walk Through the Fire. And uh, I might even play some Zero Seven, too. Kind of been rediscovering Zero Seven recently. 